All right, what is happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Monday? Uh, very, very late on a Monday. Getting this thing done about 11 o'clock tonight. Uh, getting some games looked at tomorrow. Just finished up some uh, games for tonight. And uh, just figured we'd do this right now, knock it out. But uh, as we always do on a Monday, we're going to go over the weekend record. And then I've got a couple other things I'm going to hit as well. But let's start there. Uh, we were 2-2 two and two for the weekend. We gave out three picks on Saturday, and we gave out one pick on Sunday. On uh, Saturday, we were 1-2. and two. We won with the L.A. Dodgers in their first game in the uh, doubleheader. We lost with Cleveland, minus 150, and we lost with Texas, minus 130. So 1-2 and two on Saturday. Fast forward to Sunday, 1-0. and oh. We only gave out that one game, the over, 11 and a half in the Rockies and the White Sox. That ended up coming in. I think there were 15 runs scored in that game. So uh, that that uh, ended up winning the over 11 and a half. So two and two total on the weekend. Two and two, which uh, ended up down 0.8 units because uh, the Cleveland and Texas were minus 150 and minus 130 respectively. So down 0.8 units for the weekend, 2-2 two and two overall. and We've got some football coming up next weekend, so stay tuned. Actually, I think on tomorrow's show, Tuesday or Wednesday, but I'll probably get it done soon, you know, the sooner the better, we'll talk about all the bets we have, all the bets we've given out, lines I still like, lines that have changed. So we'll kind of go over that. I think that's a good idea to do for tomorrow. So either way, 2-2 two and two, uh, for the weekend. Remember, the first Monday of every month, we go over the total record for the show, Monthly record, yearly record, all that stuff. So first Monday of every month for that. But overall, two and two this past weekend. I had a few other things to get to. Um, The first is I've been noticing more and more of these promotions where you get a risk-free bet back if you lose a bet. So it'll be like a a $25 bonus bet if you lose your $25 bet. So it'll say, you know, for a specific sport or for a specific parlay, if you lose your you know, $50 bet, you get $50 back in bonus bets or a free bet or a risk-free bet or whatever it might be. And these are different things. Now, I actually should have used different verbiage because risk-free bets and free bets are a little different usually the way they, they form it. But the point is, the overall bet, the form of this is, if you lose your bet, they give you the same amount back in a bonus bet. And this is often... Uh, at least from the people I've talked to and, and the way I understand it, the way the public sees this, it's it's kind of misinterpreted. People think that it's a, literally, it's just that. It's a risk-free bet, which it's actually not. It's There is risk to it because in any given bet, as we know, you get your money back, right? You bet 110 to win 100. If you win that bet, you collect $210. The 110 you bet and the 100 you won. We all understand this, hopefully. If not, <laughs> that's how it works. But uh, with a risk-free bet or a bonus bet or these types of promotions that are being offered very widely recently, you don't get the money back that you bet. So if you make that $110 back to to win $100, you only get back $100. And that's why mathematically, we could save this for a different show because it's kind of complex, but mathematically, it actually makes sense. It's the best thing to do for those risk-free bets or those bonus bets is to go for more of a long shot type of bet. Now, not all long shots are created equal, right? A first touchdown score is not the same as a long shot bet priced, you know, where there's only two options, a yes or a no, something like that. And we can talk again more about that later, but 
the idea is if you get these risk-free bets or these bonus bets, it's better to take a long shot or a, you know, go for broke bet rather than a minus 110 because of that very idea. You don't get back the money you spent. So it, it it's actually, it changes greatly the way we should look at those bets. You know what? That's a good idea. I, I'm just going to do that later this week, whether it's uh, Thursday or I'm not sure what day, but just stay tuned. We will, we'll talk about the... Uh, the math behind this stuff, why you want to make those bets for these for these risk-free bets. But uh, uh, either way, I uh, wanted to talk about that and how it is different. And look, obviously, if you're going to make a $25 bet or whatever it is, um, you, know, ma- you know, use those tokens or, or, or promotions or whatever it is. But understand before, you know, going in, read the, the details. You don't have to read all the terms and conditions or all the fine print, but it'll tell you right there. $25 back in bonus bets. You know, look at the verbiage. They're, 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 they have to say. They, they can't really go out of their way to, you know, trick you. So it'll say right there in the promos what kind of money you're getting back if you lose. But they're not just going to give you the money back. That's that's never going to happen, generally, unless it's some rare promotion. But those kind of things, be careful of those. But I have heard from people. I've talked to people. I wanted to get that out there. Stay tuned later this week. We'll go into detail about that very topic. All right, before we get out of here, um, just something I'm excited about. The Gambler comes out tomorrow. Or actually, I, I think it's just called Gambler. It's Billy Walter's book. And I have had this thing pre-ordered on Audible for months now. I can't wait for it. It's going to be... Actually, you know what? The, the, the thing is, I don't know a whole lot about the... Uh, uh, specific details of what what's going to be in it. You know, I know we're going to get a little bit about his life, his upbringing, his you know development as a sports better. I'm sure there's going to be a lot in there about his career, how he did things with the computer group. Hopefully, you know how he formed the group. I, I, I that's what I want the most. This is just personally, you know, my opinion. That's what I want the most, the, the biggest chunk of the book to be about is his sports betting career, how he did it, or maybe his, the, what he can give away, the secrets, how he really got his bets down. How many people did he use? How many? How much money did he get down? Because all we know now is the bits and pieces that have fallen through the cracks over the years of people who he worked with, a story here, uh, a story there he's given on interviews, you know, the the, the book that I love. What is that book called? Uh, uh, Smart Money, The Smart Money. I've read that several times and listened to it specifically several times. We hear glimpses of who Billy Walters was in that book because obviously The Smart Money, written by Michael Koenig, is a very good book, but that's all aliases. So you don't really learn about the details of who these people were in that book because he tries to go out of his way to protect people. Michael Koenig does, the author, in that book. But anyway, I hope a large chunk of Gambler is about Billy Walter's career as a sports better and how he went through his day-to-day and the connections he made and, 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 and the computer group. That's what I want to hear the most about. But uh, obviously what a lot of people are talking about on TV is the Phil Mickelson part of the book. And that's going to be interesting. I'm not really as interested. I, I, look, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Billy Walter's side of it. He obviously went to prison over these insider trading allegations and if you if, if you don't know what i'm talking about there's a lot of uh articles that were written about this or just read the book you know i'm not going to go into detail about that but that's why billy walters went to jail they tried to get him i mean time after time you, you know it was it was crazy what 
the uh, FBI wanted to do. I mean, the, the, the government was just going after Billy Walters for years. They never got him on anything for sports betting, but they got him on insider trading. And Phil Mickelson supposedly could have kept Billy Walters out of jail. And I'm looking forward to seeing that side of the book, but... Uh, it's going to be great. I can't wait for it. That comes out tomorrow. I'm not sure when, because I, like I said, I'm recording this right now. It's 1116 uh, Mountain Time. So I, I was hoping it'd actually be in my library right now because it's clearly past noon or past. <laughs> it's been a long day. I'm exhausted. It's past uh, midnight on the East Coast, but no, it's not in my library still. But uh, I mean, it's it's an 11 hour book. I can guarantee I'm going to almost finish it if not finish it by you know tomorrow so uh the or gambler it was going to be called chicken or feathers like a year year and a half ago when i first heard about this book being written but either way all right that does it for today's show appreciate you listening uh good luck whatever you have well i usually say good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight but it is tonight uh good luck on whatever you have tomorrow if you're listening to this and there's some soccer going on so a little football a little morning football I think there's only like like uh, European qualification games tomorrow. But either way, appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow with uh, whatever the hell I said we're talking about earlier. <laughs> right here on Sports Betting Daily.